Maybe next week, Bears. Probably not, though. Grassy Pussy Packer Nation! Welcome to another episode of Packcast, the podcast where you don't have to be a Packers fan, but it sure does help. I'm your host, Tom. Packers still perfect. Grassy! And today we will be taking a look at the top 10 power rankings headed in to week four. Before we get to that, I want to do a big shout and thank you to some brand new YouTube members and Patreons. First over on the Patreon side of things, we have Lieutenant Amaziel upping himself to $25. A big thank you for that. And we have Bruno Amiro. Thank you very much. Over on the YouTube side of things, we have John Davis, we have Devon Lagasse, and we have LJ21. A big shout out and thank you to you all. Now, these power rankings were a little bit difficult this week because, you know, you had teams like the Cardinals losing to the Lions, just, ugh. You had the Ravens who, you know, I said were the best team in football last week, and then they had an embarrassing performance on Monday night, but it's also against the number one team here, which is going to be the Kansas City Chiefs. How far do you drop them? That's the questions I had to contend with this week. And so, without any further ado, let's get down to business. Number 10, I got the LA Rams still hanging around there. Now, let me explain. The Cardinals are not going to make this list uh, today, or this week, I should say. And the reason why the Rams are going to take their place is because the Rams... They showed a lot of fight against a quality opponent, right? So the Rams, they were down big against the Bills, had some last quarter magic. They were able to come all the way back only to lose tragically in the end. But overall, they played really well. And honestly, they're paying a top five opponent according to these power rankings in the Buffalo Bills. Now the Cardinals, on the other hand, this was like Kyler Murray's like, hey, hey, This is going to hurt kind of game. And Kyler Murray did well in the beginning, but then, you know, three interceptions and it's against the Detroit Lions. So I think just the quality of the opponent that both of these teams lost to, I think that makes a big difference here. Again, it's tough to tell because we're only three weeks in, but right now I have the Rams sitting there. Jared Goff continuing to play well. Henderson also rushing for over 100 yards. He had cup over 100 yards and a TD. So I think they have the pieces that defense is still doing decently well. Um, and so, yeah, I got I got the Rams sitting here, but who knows what happens next week. Then number nine, we got newcomers to the power rankings, and that is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Buccaneers, I said it from the beginning. I said it months ago. This is a team that is just going to get better and better and better as the weeks go on. Now, listen, the reason that they won this game was not because of Tom Brady and that offense. No, no, no. The reason they won this game is because that defense was amazing, especially in the second half. The Buccaneers have a very underrated defense. I said that they had the number one rushing defense last year. That secondary has only gotten better, especially with that linebacker core. And Tom Brady, like, is getting the flow down, starting to get things going. Obviously, you have an injury to Chris Godwin, which is unfortunate, but they were able to beat up a beat-up Broncos team. Now, again, this is one of those teams that the Packers are going to wind up playing, you know, in the somewhat early part of the season, and I just hope we're able to get away with a win before Tom Brady becomes too unstoppable and collects all of the Infinity Stones. Then, number eight, you got Brady's former team, the New England Patriots. Burkhead, hello, how you doing? Three touchdowns on the day. Newton played okay, nothing really to write home about, but you had Sony Michelle, who's rushed over 100 yards, 
And this is another team bounce back against a uh, tough loss against the Seahawks last Sunday night, going in and beating the Raiders, who were a good football team. I mean, they beat the Saints the previous Monday. So the Patriots are another team that are starting to get into that groove, more of a rush-heavy offense. And this is another team that I feel like you don't want to play come later in the season. Then number seven, you got the Tennessee Titans. The news coming out today that eight members of the Tennessee Titans have tested positive for coronavirus, three being players, five personnel, and you just got to hope that this is not going to be like, you know, disastrous. Both the Titans and the Vikings shutting down for the day. We're going to kind of wait and see how things progress. But yeah, that's not a good look. But on top of that, the Titans, I mean, they only scored nine points in the first half, and they basically started off as sluggish as they have for the past two games. But they also showed that they can come back. Thank you, Vikings. The Vikings blowing a massive lead. Ryan Tannehill, not great on the day, but Derrick Henry, 119 yards on the ground and two touchdowns. And this is a team, again, that doesn't inspire a ton of confidence for me because they have been real, real slow out of the gate. But the most important stat is the fact that they keep winning these games. So for right now, the Titans remain on the top 10. But I do have concerns about this team going forward once they start playing some really, really good teams that aren't the Vikings. I just want to make sure I'm clear. The Vikings are not a good team. So just in case there was any doubt. And number six, you got the Pittsburgh Steelers. Close game for the Steelers. The Texans, uh, you know, they, they gave them a run for their money for a hot second. The defense, though, shut out the Texans in the second half. There was, there was nothing there. Now, again, you look at the Texans, who have no offensive line to speak of whatsoever, and on top of that, you have an offense for the Pittsburgh Steelers that's doing pretty damn well, right? Ben Roethlisberger continued to look good. James Conner got it done on the ground. The Steelers continue to look like a very, very balanced football team. I actually considered putting them up in the top five, but we'll see how they actually play against some quality opponents. They're supposed to play against the Titans this Sunday, but... Who knows what's going to happen with that. But right now, yeah, the Steelers are definitely a top 10 team. Then number five, you got the Buffalo Bills. Whew! Bills almost blew the lead on that one. But Josh Allen, you son of a gun, you saved the day. Listen, the Bills were leading 21-3 to at half. And they're like, oh man, they are running away with this game. And then they blew that completely. But Allen, four touchdowns. They had one on the ground. He got it done. Offense continued to impress. Defense looked really good the first half, not so much the second half, but they were able to close out a close game with a good team, and I think that's what makes them a top five team here. We'll see what the Bills can do in the coming weeks against some more quality opponents. Then number four, I got the Seattle Seahawks. Yeah, a little scare at the end. Cowboys gave them a little bit of a scare. They blew a lead as well, but good God, man, how good is Russell Wilson right now? Him and Tyler Lockett are on another planet. Russell Wilson, who's never gotten an MVP vote, yeah, I feel like he's going to get a few this season if he keeps playing this way. Chris Carson thankfully avoided a major injury, and the only thing that scares me about the Seahawks team is their defense. Their defense leaves a lot to desire, but then again, you could say that about a bunch of these teams that are in the top 10. So honestly, they're in good company. Then number three, after switching them around a little bit, I got the Baltimore Ravens. The Ravens, I want to be very clear about this, are still a very, very good football team. But last night, 
they got punched in the mouth. Lamar Jackson looked terrible. Not completely his fault. Their offensive line couldn't do anything against the Chiefs' pass rush. The Chiefs' secondary looked really good and swarming on receivers. On top of that, they also dropped a whole lot of balls as well. They also didn't have a running game, really, to speak of. And so you put that all together, and yeah, you get a good ass kicking on Monday night. So this reminds me kind of like the Packers playing the 49ers last year, in which you're like, okay, yeah, we, we made it to the dance, but there's a big gap between them. And right now, in week three, there is a gap between the Ravens and the Chiefs. The question is, are the Ravens going to be able to close that gap for the next time that they probably will meet in the playoffs? Then number two... You got the Green Bay mother-loving Packers. No Devontae Adams. No Kenny Clark. I would say no problem, but there's a little problem. But no problem. That's right. Aaron Rodgers, godly. Alan Lazard, godly. Aaron Jones didn't do as well as he did last week, but that's the Saints run defense for you. Yeah, the Packers really had no problems at all with the Saints defense. The Packers right now are the highest scoring offense in the NFL. They have yet to commit a turnover. The defense yeah, leaves some to be desired. Again, Zadarius Smith, though, making a huge play, forcing a fumble, which kind of turned the tides of the game. Drew Brees, I mean, you know, was the king of dump-offs on Sunday night. And Kamara, listen, tore right through them, especially in the passing game. But the Packers were able to go on the road, get a big win within the conference, and now they look to take on the Falcons on Monday night, which could be a little bit of a trap game. But, yeah, right now the Packers are doing really damn well. Christian Kirksey got injured, though, so you know that's going to make an already inside linebacker room even thinner. However, Kamal Martin is eligible to get off IR, so we'll see what happens within the next couple weeks. But Ty Summers played pretty good, so... We'll see how that defense uh, continues to improve, and hopefully Kenny Clark comes back like right now. Then number one, you got the Kansas City Chiefs. Good God. They tore the Ravens apart. And it, and it, you know what? It wasn't even close. There was a minute that maybe you're like, oh, maybe the Ravens. Okay, no, then that's gone. Mahomes, four touchdowns on the night. You had the Ravens who had the number one defense coming into this, and they had 27 points scored on them in the first half. I think the thing that stuck out to me the most about the Chiefs are they are a complete team. Their defense is sneakily really good. That that pass rush gave Lamar Jackson fits. The secondary did really well. And on top of that, good. How damn good and consistent is Travis Kelsey? He is just like the glue that holds them all together. Clyde Edwards Hilaire didn't have the greatest of nights, but he didn't have to. The way that Mahomes was able to adapt and improvise, yeah. This is a really good football team. And right now, they are basically showing the world, hey, there's no reason that we should not win another Super Bowl. Again, it's super duper early, but right now, the Chiefs look and are the best team in the league. But let me know what you think down in the comments below. Who do you think should be ranking at the top? Do you think there should be another team on the list? <laughs> it won't be the Cowboys, but let me know what you think down in the comments below. You can also find me at TomGrossyComedy.com or at TomGrossyComedy. All social media you see down below. Check out podcasts on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, and of course YouTube. And a big shout and thank you to all the patrons over at Patreon.com slash TomGrossyComedy and the YouTube members. But thank you so much for watching. I'm Tom Grassy. And as always... Go Pack Go!